0: We're back with Backstory. I'm Peter Ronoff. I'm Ed Ayers. And I'm Brian Ballow. Today on the show, we're looking
1: at America's history of scandal. These days, there's a whole profession devoted to helping politicians weather scandals. Think Olivia Pope on ABC Scandal, for example. And here at Backstory, we couldn't help thinking that a couple of politicians from the 18th and 19th centuries might have benefited from Ms. Pope's assistance. So we called up a real-life crisis management guru to ask for a little help on their behalf.
2: My name is John Hellerman. I'm co-founder of Hellerman Barrett's Communications, a Washington, D.C.-based crisis communications firm.
1: Welcome
0: to Backstory, John. Nice to be with you. We got a ton of crises over the course of American history. (laughs) It is American history. Exactly. More than we know what to do with. So give us the formula for handling crises.
2: Well, in general, I think gossip and the rumors and whatnot sort of exist because of a, an absence of information. And so one of the, the key ways to deflate um, rumor and gossip and some of these types of scandals is to just fill the obvious void of information with as much information as you can that is favorable to your, your side's messaging. A lot of times you can't hope to make something better, but you can hope to make it boring and go away. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's Not sort a of back a backstory.
0: Hey, uh, Ed, Peter, this guy's billing us, so I think we really kind of get down the business here. A lot. Uh, and I'm just going to turn to Peter Oniff and have him throw the first one at you.
3: I want to start with my man, Thomas Jefferson, and you may have heard, because this is a scandal that has reverberated through the centuries, uh, about Sally Hemings, his uh, slave mistress and the, the mother of many children. Uh, here it is. It's a guy named James Callender, who is a— um, Well, a 'er ne'er-do-well, somewhat low-life journalist from Britain, and he hears about the Sally Hemings liaison. He's the guy who put some things in the Richmond Register and and, uh, reprinted in some other papers. This could be the start of something big. I want you to advise uh, me, as Jefferson's living embodiment, uh, what to do about it.
2: Well, I think that... uh He does have a lot going for him, obviously, as famous a politician as he was at the time. There's obviously a lot of people that want him to uh, succeed and do well as a man of stature. And so as a communicator, I'd be looking to leverage his stellar reputation against the allegations of Calendar.
3: And, 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 John, we should be clear, and I know I'm going to get some hate mail for this, that he did have this relationship.
2: Yeah. And that's a very important thing to know when you're dealing with these things, because lots of times, you know, you're, you're making judgments about the information that the client is sharing with you. So when clients aren't forthcoming, they really don't have access to your best. Um, right. right. OK, advice. so
3: I've just dished the dirt on myself and I need help.
2: Yeah. So I think my first piece of advice to him would be figure out who can speak on your behalf and mm-hmm. vouch for your mm-hmm. uh, credibility and uh, and reputation. But fundamentally, I'd also be, you know, trying my best to communicate with Sally uh, and make sure that she's on the same page as I am about, you know, keeping this as far as possible. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the goal is, to, again, to make it boring enough so it goes away so that I'm able yeah. to do what I need to do. So,
1: Peter, what, what did Jefferson actually do? Did he take
3: John's good advice? Uh, he stonewalled it though uh, he certainly uh, had lots of uh, testimonials uh, that was uh, part of the whole culture of the Democratic Party, celebrating him as a great and good man. And it should be kept in mind that in our terms, this is a hopelessly racist uh, uh, culture, north and south, and uh, people simply did not take uh, too seriously the idea of sexual depredation against somebody you owned or a servant or anything like that. Yeah.
2: And as unfortunate as that is, I think he had that going for him. So. Yeah. Uh, so I've
3: I've got a harder situation yeah,
2: here, go John. Go for it. Yeah. Okay, All it's right.
1: 1884. We now have massive printing. We have the. Telegraph. We've got rapid spread of news. And I'm the uh, campaign manager for a guy named Grover Cleveland, a remarkably popular and accomplished politician. But rumors are circulating that Cleveland, a bachelor, fathered a child out of wedlock. And he allegedly put the child in an orphanage and forced the mother into an insane asylum. Uh And the Republicans are really running with this. And they actually have a taunting cheer out on the Hustings. Ma, ma, where's my pa? What should I do about this? It's so embarrassing and so, more importantly, so damaging to his (laughs)
2: political future. Well, you know, I think he's facing something pretty difficult because uh, I imagine that um, there's a lot of people that likely know the truth. But I think as a a typical crisis response would be to get um, people who uh, know him and are friendly to him and his cohorts to be the ones out in the public realm discussing this and denying it on his behalf. And then tactic number two is to try and, as as sort of evil as it sounds, uh, impugn her reputation, ah yes while uh, continuing to suggest his um his high reputation and to become her victim
1: and you know that's just what he was we believe in 1884 if we're a democrat <laughs> but the thing is there there is this baby and it's widely known that there was a baby but he says following your your script yeah but she was a loose woman and you know it could have been any number of men who were the father of that child but i grover cleveland am stepping up and taking responsibility that may not even be mine so it shows that the, I'm a,
2: mine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly
1: I'm a great guy and the fact that I put the child in an orphanage at my own expense and the fact that I paid for her to go to a mental institution just shows you what a wonderful guy I am oh, and Grover, it also you're shows so good. Wh- wh- yeah. what scum she is right
2: <laughs> right well y- we have to get it to the point where you know no one is interested in listening to her
1: and I think that's what happened the rest of her life yeah. she remained silent let's go to Washington
0: DC in <laughs> in 1994. Mayor Marion Barry, three-term mayor. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's all the time John time. Hester, Hey, you're not going to quit, are you? This is Mayor... There's video. There's video. Do you
2: guys... That's video. right.
0: He's a three-term mayor. He is caught in a sting operation, smoking crack cocaine in a D.C. hotel with a former girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, Barry goes to jail on a misdemeanor charge for six months that something like 12 other charges are dropped. Barry gets out of jail. He runs successfully for city council in 1992, but he promises that he's not going to run for mayor. Mm -hmm. And in 94, we want to run for mayor.
3: (laughs) Okay, now you're hired, John.
0: And by the (laughs) way, Barry used to be a great civil rights activist, so this should be pro bono.
2: Well, again, yeah, I'll take it pro bono. Thank you. (laughs) there's other things going on here besides the scandal, right? This is, um, his history as a civil rights leader. So you have a, a hero that really, um, can't do any wrong. I mean, this would have been the the big sort of, uh, asset that I had in my pocket. Not only the fact that he, he's a hero, but just the fact that, um, no one trusts the police. You got it. And so, I mean, I would I would be counseling him to do exactly sort of what he did, which is to put this onto uh, the police as them being out to get him. Yeah. He ran
0: as the guy who was defending D.C. against those intruding outsiders, starting with, starting with the FBI.
2: And, you know, people trying to get him out of office because of his, his sort of impropriety. We're just trying to keep him from doing good for all his constituents.
0: And he did good as a fourth-term mayor.
2: That's right. And he won.
0: John, thanks so much for joining yeah, us on great, Backstory. John, really enjoyed it. You
2: know, this is a lot of fun. It was interesting to think about.
0: John Hellerman's award-winning firm is Hellerman Barrett's Communications.